Hi, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's our mission at Dragonfly Marketing to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally based small business in Australia. Why? Well, because we know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. We believe small businesses are the backbone of our nation. When your business grows, it benefits not only you and your family, it benefits your whole community. Small businesses create a vibrant and connected economy. We employ local people, we donate to local charities, and we work together to build resilient and thriving regional communities. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. And now to introduce this episode's topic, how we leveraged a brand's workforce to reach over 100,000 people with just one Facebook post. Okay. So when we are in the planning stages of creating high impact marketing campaigns on a small budget, a vital part of our process is reviewing a business's existing assets to understand how we can best use these to help our marketing, to to, to achieve our marketing goals. So existing assets will, of course, include, you know, existing social media communities, maybe there's an email database, um, credibility that a business has built within their brand, um, and and so on. And uh, one of the most valuable resources that businesses have right at their fingertips is their people. And their people includes their team. It might include their existing customers or even, you know, past customers and even other stakeholders such as suppliers or or partners that they work closely with. And so when it comes to creating high impact campaigns on a small budget, these people actually stand to be some of your most powerful brand ambassadors, if you can inspire them to be so. So today's episode, I'm running you through a case study. I am going to share how we worked with a traffic control and labour hire business called Men at Work to leverage their team um, as well as their team's families and some of their stakeholders to increase community awareness of their brand and what they do, but at the same time spreading an incredibly important message about road safety that would help to keep their team and the local community safer. Okay, so let me set the scene. So Men at Work are the leading provider of a traffic control um, business on the mid-north coast of New South Wales with an employee base of around at least 150 traffic controllers. Managing Director Ross Cargill had a growing concern for the increasing number of reports that he was receiving from his traffic control team because they were consistently expressing concerns for their safety around uh, road work sites. 
And, uh, and this is completely fair enough because at the end of the day, people are men at work's greatest assets. So their road traffic control business is responsible for a significant portion of their revenue and profit. And the majority of their 200 employees are road traffic controllers. And as some of you may be able to imagine, road traffic sites are dangerous places for drivers and workers alike. So we actually conducted some desktop research into to workplace fatalities as, as part of this campaign. And we found that there had, in fact, been several deaths of traffic controllers who had been killed by drivers on road sites in Australia, which is shocking. Now, as a family-owned and run business, the Men at Work brand has been built to position the organisation as, as an employer of choice. And one way the safety of its workers and the quality of their project delivery is, is paramount. Now, this problem surfaced around the same time that Roscoe, the managing director, was talking to us about some other marketing objectives that he wanted to achieve. So, while Men at Work had kept a, a fairly consistent presence with their marketing using traditional channels such as, such as radio and a bit of print, they actually wanted to increase their online presence. They didn't quite feel like they had a strong online presence with, with their brand. So, um, you know, weren't sure how much traffic their website was, was necessarily generating. Um, they had a Facebook page, but it wasn't, you know, prolific. They had Instagram, uh, but they kind of knew, and, and LinkedIn, but they knew that they these channels were not optimised as, as well as they could be. And as a small to medium-sized business operating in a, in a really competitive environment, Men at Work's modest annual marketing budget is, is consistently stretched to ensure that it continues to attract the, you know, the steady flow of projects from prospective clients, um, as well as applications from potential candidates looking for, you know, labour for work, you know, for tra traffic control work and et cetera. So at the point that these conversations were starting to take place, the Men at Work marketing budget had, had actually largely been dedicated to activities that would contribute directly to achieving volume with, with those objectives, you know, driving projects and, and driving, so driving, you know, essentially clients and projects, as well as the, the candidates to work on them. Now, when Roscoe realised that one of his business's greatest assets were at risk, he actually made the excellent decision to divert a portion of the marketing budget and resource to address this. And so as part of a larger, larger marketing effort, we carved out about $1,500 so that we could develop a micro campaign that would reach as many drivers as possible on the Mid-North Coast to encourage safe driving through roadwork sites. And this would obviously help reduce the risk of unnecessary, unnecessary death and injury. So with a shoestring budget, we knew our marketing creative for this campaign would really have to pack a punch. Um, as I said before, the traffic control industry is highly competitive. So increasing stakeholder engagement and, and opportunities for connection with the Men at Work brand and, and story is key. So just as with all marketing campaigns that we work on, we started by defining exactly what it was that we wanted our safety campaign to achieve. So this was primarily, these are our objectives. 
So we had our primary objectives for this campaign, which to which were to encourage community awareness around road work safety sites within the peak driving times of, of December and January. We also wanted to assure the traffic control team that we had listened to their concerns for safety and that we were using our marketing messages to help influence safer driver, safer driving behaviour. Um, we also wanted to position Men at Work as a locally based family run organisation. This was another point of differentiation in a, in a really highly competitive market. Um, and for those of you in regional um, Australia will know that you know, there is quite a propensity for locals to support other local businesses. So we, we def definitely wanted to make sure that, um, that the Mid-North Coast knew that Men at, Men at Work was something that was, was run um, locally. We also wanted to promote the real people behind the Men at Work brand because this is a huge connector. This is, a, this is something that really helps bring a brand to, to life. Now, the additional objectives that we had prioritised in Men at Work's annual marketing strategy, so these were, these were our kind of overarching objectives um, that sat on top of the specific campaign objectives. And these were to increase online engagement and opportunities for social connection with the Mid-North Coast community, um, and including that included the Men at Work employees. Um, so to differentiate the Men at Work brand in a competitive environment by increasing stakeholder engagement and connection with the Men at Work brand and story, to enhance positive community sentiment towards the Men at Work brand, which was important, and to visibly demonstrate the family values of Men at Work in all marketing and operational touch points. So uh, they are a very, very value-driven organisation and they literally do treat their um, team and their employees like family. They're family run and, uh, and they treat their employees like family. So we wanted to be able to kind of demonstrate this in our marketing touch points. So they were our objectives, but then we actually had some specific marketing goals that, that we could measure because we, we love to be able to measure. If you have ever heard me talk about uh, measurement on this podcast before, you'll know that we love, love a bit of a measure at the end of the campaign. Um, so we had to obviously set goals to actually measure. And so the, the goals for this safety campaign were um, we wanted to actually increase the Facebook followers by 50%. Uh, in terms of the actual video that we created for this, we wanted to make sure that at least 50,000 people saw this video at least once. Um, and we also wanted to increase positive sentiment around the message of safety. So we didn't want people just to kind of passively see it. We wanted we wanted people to understand that this was this was a you know a, a positive message that we were getting out into the community that would actually um, help keep people alive. Um, so in order to to message this, and this is the beautiful thing about social media, is that you can measure this sentiment. Like you literally just have to look at the emotive engagement with with a Facebook page. So are people liking it, loving it, getting angry at it, getting sad at it? You know, giving the care emotion. That's that's measuring emotive engagement. Um, ideally, though, you want to see lots of positive comments. Um, received on on the Facebook page, or you just want to see comments, depending on what your what your objective is. 
Um, and we also wanted to um, increase website traffic to a, by at least 30% over the typically quiet period of December and January when the campaign was going to, to largely run. Okay, so to introduce the community to the people behind the Men at Work brand, this is where we decided to cast our video with real Men at Work traffic controllers. So for this particular video, our budget for the ad spend was just $500. So we decided to focus on creating content that could be published to Facebook. So, so our content was, was literally just going to be something that we could get out on Facebook because we didn't have a lot of, of ad spend to actually get it out, you know, via more expensive channels. So as you know, Facebook is a channel where people to go and catch up and connect with friends and family. And, you know, in regional areas, it's, we, it's such an advantage because it's actually easier to recognise people that you know um, compared to, say, for example, if you live in a huge city where, where it's largely kind of anonymous. Um, so when people see someone that they know, they are more likely to pay attention and engage with that, that content. Kind of, you know, we always talk about the, the stopping people as they're, they're scrolling, the, the thumb scroll stop. So generally people will stop when they see someone that they know and recognise. And this can really be used as an advantage for local businesses employing local people. So now we, we not only wanted to bring the brand to life with the people behind the brand, but we, we wanted to humanise the traffic controllers. So we wanted to show that they, just like the drivers that pass through their road sites, are members of this community, that they too have families to get home safely to at the end of a hard day's work. So we wanted our audience to connect and empathise and understand the gravity of this important message. We figured that our videos would achieve more authenticity and resonate well with the local community if we used, you know, familiar faces. So to actually craft the script for the video, we interviewed 12 long-standing traffic controllers from Men at Work to hear from them some of their road work experiences. We wanted to get it from their perspective. The feedback from this group repeatedly revealed stories about drivers using their mobile phones as they approached roadwork sites. So, of course, when someone's using their mobile phone, when they're on the phone, this means that they're distracted and they're not paying attention to signs directing them to slow down. And this, to be honest, this was really surprising for me. Like I just thought it would be people who were just like, yeah, whatever, 40, slow down, whatever, you know, I'll be fine. I'm a really good driver. I can do whatever I want. But it was people on their mobile phones, all these people on their mobile phones. And, and, and actually, there had been a few instances where drivers on mobile phones had skipped the stop sign altogether and had left traffic controllers desperately trying to radio across to their co-workers, like on the other side of the side, to warn them that there was like this rogue vehicle that's not paying attention. And more than once, in fact, several times, our traffic controllers had disclosed that they had to jump out of the way of distracted drivers who had not paid attention to the recommended speed signs and were just driving way too quickly to keep control of their car through 
the sites. So no wonder, you know, Roscoe was getting a little bit concerned here because that's, that is really obviously dangerous. So we decided to focus on a story that we thought many drivers would relate to. Um, we just didn't think that, you know, showing up and saying, you know, talk, talking about the risks um, and telling them what to do and you must slow down and, you know, it's, you, you know, to keep yourself safe, to keep our people safe, you know, we just didn't think that would, would, would really resonate. So we, we really decided to humanise the traffic controllers so, so that people could not just see these guys as traffic controllers, but that they could actually see that these people were people that lived within their communities, that have families and lives that they want to get home safely to, just like the drivers themselves. So to help tell this story, we chose long-standing and, and much-loved traffic controller Steve White and his three beautiful daughters to be the stars of our video. And my goodness, they were. They were just brilliant. So to provide the local context for our audience to visually connect to, the, the video was footage was filmed right up um, on this beautiful kind of scenic mountain as you head west out of, out of Port Macquarie. Um, heading out towards Combone, uh, Comboyne. Um, and then this was actually, it was, it was, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful scenery. And it's quite, um, I guess it's, it is quite specific to, to our region. It's quite recognisable. Um, and actually, this, this actually was a roadwork site um, that, that Steve was working on. And Steve was actually working on the day that we went and foot, um, filmed the footage. So we were able to pretty much in real life record Steve, you know, slowing traffic. And, and it was amazing when you're actually kind of recording this, you're, you're seeing it in a different perspective and you're kind of watching this frame of, of um, Steve who just seems so overshadowed as these massive trucks and even just things like caravans and, you know, vehicles that are just so much bigger than, than a human being, uh, you know, kind of going through these sites. Now, now a lot of these, these vehicles, well, they're kind of going up the hill and, and down the hill. If they're going up the hill, they're not generally speeding at ridiculous speeds. Uh, but but the roads are narrow, you know, and the and the vehicles are big, and Steve's just really small. So you can just you can just get a real perspective. Just standing out there, kind of um, taking the footage, yeah, gave you real perspective as to just how frightening it must must feel when you're on these kind of in these precarious um, positions. So we actually got Steve to narrate the video. Um, there was drone used in, in um, uh, you know, in, in actually capturing the, the, the footage. And I think the drone used really portrays that treachery of, of the road work site and the isolation. But then it also kind of juxtaposed, well, provided juxtaposition um, around the beauty of, of the area. So the footage itself just end up, ended up being so nuanced and contextual. Um, in fact, the site is almost just another character in the video itself. It was, it was a beautiful location. Um, so instead of just filming, though, Steve in his role as traffic controller, we then captured Steve in his role of father to his three beautiful girls. So 
Still in his traffic controller uniform, the conclusion of the video shows Steve in the last moments of the day in that beautiful golden hour, um, laughing and enjoying time with his girls as they ride their horses around, around the property. So he says, the, the best thing about my day is coming home to my three girls. They are the reason that I do what I do. And, he, and he, that, that voiceover is coming through as, as he watches protectively over his girls on the horses. Then he says, when there's roadworks, take it slow and leave the phone alone. We just want to make sure that everyone returns to their families at the end of the day. So this was more than a plea to follow safety regulations. This was a plea from parent to parent and from human to human. Um, I've actually added a video link in the show notes to this episode so that you can you can see the finished product. The, the video only goes for, for a minute. It's not long to, to watch. So um, we initially released the video via Facebook. We actually released it early in October in line with National Safe Work Month in Australia. So the second promoted release of the video was over the week of Christmas when there is an increased amount of people travelling on our roads to visit family and friends. But, but the first post went out in October. Um, so with the first post in October, that was an organic release. And so, the, so, the, so no investment. So we didn't actually boost it. Um, this was, so the results that, that, that I talk about, they were just achieved with absolutely no budget. When we re-released the video in um, over the December, January period, we did actually use advert, um, Facebook ad budget to actually make sure that that video got to more people um, for an extended time. And that's where the Facebook ad platform is, is uh a really good option for these sorts of things because you can keep that ad running, you know, for two months straight, essentially. And so when we actually did advertise the video, we used the, the audience targeting to make sure that we were reaching those old enough to drive and also reaching those people who were located on the mid-north coast regions, in the mid-north coast region. But the first time that we posted the video, to maximise the impact of the, the video's organic reach, and when I say organic, I just mean so without investment, so just, you know, posting it, publishing it to Facebook without boosting it or anything like that. Um, so when we actually we posted it, the, the Managing Director, Ross, um, notified the men at work traffic control team via text message. So at 3 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon... We published the video on Facebook. Roscoe gets out the phone and notifi notifies his 150 traffic controllers at Men at Work and says, the video's on Facebook, go to the page, get behind it, like it, comment, share, etc." And they did. And we knew that the Facebook algorithm would respond to this. So those of you who are unfamiliar with how the, the Facebook algorithm works, it, the, the currency essentially is um, engagement on, on Facebook. And so if Facebook sees this massive surge of people engaging with content that's just been recently released, they're like, oh, hang on a second, what's this? 
this looks interesting, um, clearly this is good content. And at that point, the algorithm is designed to actually help amplify that content much further because it's like, okay, this is the kind of content that people want to see. The user experience for Facebook will be better if we if we show people more of the content that they want to see. So um, yeah, so as soon as they see that something's being engaged with, they'll they'll get behind it too. It's the same with if even if you're if you're investing in it. You know, if you had five bucks and and posted something and no one engaged with it, well, you'd you'd get you know the minimum amount of of Facebook support, organic support with that. But uh, if you have five bucks to spend on something that is super engaging and people, you know, really go nuts about it, that five bucks go- is going to stretch you a lot further because Facebook will also help you help get behind that content as well. So because all of these fabulous people got behind it without investing in any Facebook promotion, literally within about 24 hours, over 100,000 people had seen the video. 10,000 people, more than 10,000 people had actually clicked on the content or liked or commented on the post. So that's that engagement piece. That's, that's That's the bit that we're after. Um, and close to 400 people had shared the video, which was amazing. But I think, you know, outside of the numbers, the most rewarding part of this was that positive sentiment that we were also measuring. That, and this poured in via Facebook comments from the community. So men at work clients industry stakeholders, uh, Men at Work employees shared stories of near misses and deaths of loved ones and, and a gratitude to men at work for spreading this really, really important message. Um, so, so some of these messages included, um, uh, one woman said, my cousin was killed while doing this job. It happens. Please help it not to happen to another family. I mean, how devastating. Um, my husband is a traffic controller and I cringe. This is another person. My husband is a traffic controller and I cringe every time he tells me how he almost got hit by a car because they were speeding or on their phone and not paying attention. There is a low speed limit at roadworks for a reason, she please. Um, another woman, I work for Men at Work and am proud to be part of this great team. Well said, Steve. It's such a great message to all road users. And another one, great job, Steve. Such a powerful message to all and so very true. Well done, Men at Work. Always trying their best to keep all their workers safe and to come home each day. And that kind of that kind of commentary that sat on that post, you know, just reinforced our message. And again, this is real people telling their real stories. You know, this is not just an advertising message. This is this is a local kind of community pleading for an outcome here. So, of course, as the reach and engagement soared on on Facebook for this post, this attracted the attention of the local media who then ran a story via the local newspaper that once again emphasised a plea for safe driving around local roadwork sites. So this, I mean, which is awesome. It just really amplified the reach um, of, of that message. 
Um, so when we when we actually ran the ads over December and January, um, of course, because when you start um, investing in your content on Facebook, you'll actually get back much richer um, and uh, metrics and um, you can actually and measurements, so you can actually. Um, start to see exactly who's engaging with your ad. You'll see a lot more numbers around how many people, you know, watch the video and for how long and those sorts of things. So um, when when we can't kind of did promote the ad, because remember we had that 500 spend, um, we could see that while our Facebook ta targeting was, was broad because we did want to capture all drivers on the mid-north coast, the ad insights actually revealed that the demographic that experienced most reach and engagement were males between 15 and 24 years old and males and females aged 55 plus. So these two age groups are, are notorious for causing accidents on the road. Um, so it was, that was really positive that those two kind of age groups were the ones that, that had really um, seen and engaged with that message. So the video also increased positive sentiments from stakeholders, including um, their employed traffic controllers, also clients, and also industry bodies, like including the Roads and Maritime Services, the RMS. So one RMS employee said, I saw the Men at Work Safety video on Facebook and after I had watched the video through a couple of times, I shared it out to my Facebook friends. Having had a few near misses on road work sites myself, this video really hit home for me. The message really helps promote the dangers of our work environment and how important the safety issues are. People sitting in an office have no idea of the fear you feel when you are in the middle of the road and a truck passes you at 100 kilometres per hour. This was the first time that I'd seen this. So I always, I have always held the team at Men at Work in high esteem as quality providers who genuinely care for their staff. And this video just reaffirmed it, which is amazing feedback to get, get back from one of your key stakeholders. Um, one of, the, one of Men at Work's other much-loved traffic control team leaders said, the response to this safety message has been overwhelming. I've had traffic controllers approach me from other companies saying, I wish I worked for a company like that. So it was really well received by all of our staff, as well as people from the RMS. Um, this was really motivating for all of our team. It really helped us tell our story. So that's resonated with stakeholders. It's resonated with, with the team and it's really energized the team and and you know i think provided that opportunity to to reconnect um and um as as a team um with a with a single message and and purpose so by engaging all relevant stakeholders including potential clients as well as the community in this safety message um, Metalwork also secured another training project with a new client who'd seen the video and were really impressed with the company's commitment to safety. Now, the, the objective of this video was not to generate revenue. So this was like an added bonus, which, which further contributed to a return on investment. 
So the team at Men at Work were so thrilled to achieve such high engagement with their campaign from both their internal and external audiences. So apart from making drivers think twice before using their mobile phones or not obeying the road work speed limits around road work sites, the safety of video allowed us to amplify the awareness of the Men at Work brand while successfully positioning Men at Work as an organisation who are focused on achieving both workplace and community safety around roadwork traffic sites. Also, their traffic control team have an increased understanding of one of the key priorities of their business, which is to keep their team and work sites safe. So remember, we set some marketing goals as well. Um, so the campaign helped build Men at Work's digital presence to help um, augment future campaigns. So it directly contributed a 56% increase in Facebook followers during the campaign period. So our goal was to at least increase it by 50%. So it exceeded that, which was great. And during the four-week campaign period um, over December, January, um, the average monthly website clicks on the Men at Work website increased by 50% when compared to the same period the year before. So some great results. Um, look, the power of your people, you know, so often underestimated and underutilised in a business. So do you get your team involved with your marketing efforts? Do you ask them to get behind your social media content? Which people do you feature in your social media content? I tell you what, in regional communities, it's so powerful, including, including the real people in your business, in your content. It's honestly amazing how much potency a familiar face carries. Also, Video is extremely powerful. The video we produced was, was part of a series of five and we paid around $5,000 for all videos. But video can really amplify the know, like, trust process as it brings the characters in your business to life. It's, it's a kinesthetic kind of um, medium. People soak in the message visually. They've also got it by sound. And then you've also got the words that are in your subtitles or your post copy. It's such a more effective way for people to actually absorb a message. Now, it's these considered campaigns that our agency, Dragonfly Marketing, specialise in creating. So the process we follow always starts with strategy, always includes an abundance of creativity and always ends with rigorous measurement. This particular campaign actually won us a small budget marketing award. And look, not every campaign we create wins us an award. But I tell you what, they all deliver results. So if you do want to find out more about how we might be able to help your business achieve results with your marketing, visit dragonflymarketing.com.au. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. Hey, if you're really enjoying these episodes and feel like they are helping you become a better marketer, head into your podcast app and hit subscribe. That way you won't miss an episode and the marketing goodness will just keep flowing in. And if you know a small business owner who you think might also find this episode helpful or any of the other episodes helpful, 
please grab a screenshot of the episode and send it over to them. And of course, I always love to hear back from you in the form of ratings and review. It helps other businesses find the podcast and it also makes me smile. (laughs) All right. Well, until next time, everybody, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.